0: Skateboarding, America's favorite pastime. Well, pastime implies that we're past the time for skateboarding, which simply isn't true. And why do we even say pastime? No, I'd like to redact that intro and instead declare this. Skateboarding, America's favorite fast time. Because, just like Sasha the Hydroglobule dripping down Casino Castle's slimy walls, when you're on a skateboard, you simply must go fast. Time. And when one discusses skateboarding, one name rises to the top. John Burdett, aka the Father of Shred, aka the Grind Daddy, aka the Ollie Slay Sommelier. But let's just call him John Burdett, okay? You might know him as the inventor of the pizza flip, that iconic aerial maneuver involving 540 degrees of rotation while eating an entire pizza straight from the delivery box. But if that doesn't come to mind, then surely you'll recall him winning 11 Y games in a row. And for the less than cool listeners, the Y games are similar to the quickly discontinued X Games, but a letter added for extra extremity. Or Y-tremity, as it were. And I think you'll agree, (laughs) it were. And if neither of those register in your defunct memory bank we call a brain, then you'll for sure, as the board is long, know him as the titular title man of today's tubular video game. And hey, speaking of brains, wear a helmet. It'll last longer. And also, hey, speaking of lasting longer, this little show, Fake Gamer History Project, has made it all the way to lucky episode number 7. And what better way to celebrate than to sell a skate? And by sell a skate, I mean celebrity skate. And... By that I mean, on today's show, we're talking about the 2009 Dream Redeemed title, John Burdett's Skater Day 7, Skate Till You Can't Skate No More, Mountain. folks, welcome to Fake Gamer History Project. I'm Jamie Barker, and I use they, she pronouns, and I'm trans. And that's valid and cool, just like me. As you must know, FGHP is my little show about the real history of video games. (laughs) That's right, in every episode I'm talking about the games that made us gamers, the gamers that made us games, and a freaking course I'm talking all about those gamers games that made us say, dude, this game is gnarlier than a 10 stair dippy rail ramp ride, dude. So, yeah. Some listeners have described the show as a facsimile of a historical lecture, and since that must make me the cool older professor... I simply must flip my trans dad hat backwards and say, hey kids, the show isn't just a history lesson. It's fun, too. And yeah, that's it, that's the show. It's pretty simple. It's really just me talking about the video games that I know and love so much. And hey, speaking of knowing and loving so much, I have to declare that I know and love my gamer girlfriend, Veronica. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, Veronica's moving in with me, aka U-hauling. And she doesn't know this, but I have the perfect place all lined up. An abandoned U-Haul located on a gravel pile by the freeway. And while there's no restroom, kitchen, or any amenities that one might consider necessary for a living space, I gotta say, the rent is dirt cheap. That might be because I'm renting the U-Haul from a skeleton in the driver's seat, name unknown, and I pay him in, you guessed it, dirt. And I hope one day I give him enough dirt for him to bury himself in it. Sure, he's not the most talkative guy, but he is pretty lax about me hanging up posters in the back of the U-Haul. So who says all landlords are evil? I mean, I do, I I guess. But I'll make an exception for my new dead friend. And I just can't wait for Veronica to meet him. And guess what? Veronica's actually here right now in my apartment, helping me pack. Hey, hey Veronica, you want to say hello to the listeners? Um uh, hey listeners. uh Jamie, do you want to help me pack up your stuff? Sure, I-, I can help after I'm done recording the show, Ver Ver. Uh, why do you even own three boxes worth of what is this? A Cosmo Junior Good Game Golf Club? Isn't this game for babies? No, it's rated E for everyone, and it's a good game, golf club. And speaking of babies, I've been thinking of a lot of great names. <sighs> Jamie, I-, I can't right now. <laughs> Me either. I-, I gotta get back to recording the show. Good good luck packing, babe. <sighs> Isn't she just so sweet? okay. Let's get back to the show. Today I'm discussing one of my very favorite video games, John Burdett's Skater Day 7, Skate Till You Can't Skate No More Mountain, developed by the studio Kinetica Media. As you know, it's the most popular skateboarding game in the known universe, and I spent so many countless hours playing this game as a child. 1,147 hours to be exact. Though my save file has been long lost to the anal of time, and while the mountain in the title isn't much more than theming for the interactive menus, it's always a thrill to climb. But before we drop into this classic sports video game, let's hear some words from today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is John Burdett's Shred School, the online skateboarding class taught by Lord Griptape himself, and it's the only online skateboarding class that guarantees you'll learn to beetle roll in a month, or you'll get a full fake coin refund. Now, not only will you get one-on-one learning time with Johnny B. you'll also do all of your learning in your sleep. That's because the whole class is taught via subsonic radio waves that are beamed into your head every night at around 1-3am, to 3 a.m. while you're catching Zs, assuring you that you'll be surfing those concrete waves in no time at all. Some side effects include bloody knees, mild to severe concussions, and waking up tired and exhausted in a pool of your own piss. Something with the way the subsonic radio waves work triggers the release valve in your bladder, so be sure to buy some plastic sheets and maybe lay off drinking water during the day. And if you sign up today with the code beetleroller 420 you'll even get a free bottle of Burdett's patent-pending bearing juice. Thanks so much, John, for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> John Burdett's Shred School class is in session. So, bring some extra pants. And now, let's go to our first segment. Okay, now it's time to count down the top three John Burdett's Shred School fun facts about John Burdett's Skater Day 7, Skate Till You Can't Skate No More, Mountain. Fun fact number three, Skater Day 7 was the first Skater Days with bone healing as a featured mechanic. If you fall off your skateboard in the game, there's a good chance your avatar will break one or more of their bones. And what makes this mechanic unique is that the healing takes place in real time, sometimes taking weeks or months until you get back on your board. For added realism, Anytime this occurs, your stats will completely reset to zero. And in more severe cases, your avatar will need extensive physical therapy, possibly resulting in early retirement, thus ending your experience with this classic video game. Fun fact number two to record the iconic pizza flip with motion capture, John Burdett had to eat 143 slices of pepperoni pizza in one day. The session took an excruciating but delicious 16 hours, and by the end, John fell ill and was taken to a nearby hospital. Soon after, he was pronounced dead, and Skater Day 7 would sadly become the last entry in this amazing franchise. But at least the developer Connecticut Media got the needed data for the now famous pizza flip animation. And to pay their respects on level 5, Suntona City Pro Jam, the level designers of the game included a tombstone by an alley dumpster memorializing John Burdett. It simply reads... Here lies Mr. Pizza. And finally, fun fact number one. As you know, John Burdett is the only playable character that is a human being in the entire game. Instead of other pro skaters, the roster is filled with John's fictional monstrous friends, including but not limited to (laughs) Jerry Boneman, Skater Gator, Tony the Hawk, Eyeball Cloud, Slicko the Dolphin, Paper Jamie, Captain Fresh Boy, and Spider-Man. Also, it's worth noting that despite only being a crudely designed low poly skeleton, Jerry Boneman went on to win the gold medal in the real-life Y-Games in 2013, beating out every real, human skater in the competition, and the hologram technology used to accomplish this feat was later used in several movies about talking dogs. And that's it for today's top three John Burdett's Shred School fun facts about John Burdett's Skater Day 7, Skate Till You Can't Skate No More, Mountain. Next, let's take a look at one of the game's songs from its famous soundtrack. Here's the band The Crushies with the song In My Backyard. Please enjoy, and I'll see you on the other side.
1: I'll be happy in my van yeah. TM. There's so many new tricks to try. Plumbing. Good.
0: And now, it's time for SideQuest Side Chat, the segment that is all about those spinoffs, oddities, modities, sequels, prequels, offshoots, shoot-offs, and those pieces of video game media that just make you want to go, huh? And today is certainly no exception, because I'm saying, huh? To a failed peripheral that mars the otherwise perfect Skater Days series. Back in 2012, Connecticut Media prototyped the never-released John Burdett's Skate Zone VR, aka virtualistic reality. But what was the Skate Zone VR exactly? Well, it was a series of DIY kits the user would build into physical ramps, rails, half pipes, quarter pipes, loops, and ollie pads in their very own living room. The Skate Zone game would have come with a skateboard controller as well, which was indistinguishable from a real skateboard, except that it was made from an indestructible OmniWood TM. And the game also included a patent-pending Skate Zone VR helmet which would strap onto the user's front of head over their actual helmet. And once all the appropriate wires and cables and auxiliary audio cords were connected from the user's Skate Zone VR helmet into a complex pulley system that an official Connecticut technician would install into the user's ceiling, the user would be ready to skate. In virtual reality, that is. And to do so, the user would actually skate on the skateboard controller like a real skateboard, and every piece of equipment in the Skate Zone would register in the virtual world, meaning as the users skated in real life, they'd be skating in a wondrous, state-of-the-art, or (laughs) skate-of-the-art, video game skate park. The Skate Zone VR Complete set, 47 different skatable objects, would have retailed at $57,456.00. However, the ambitious project never made it to market because of an auxiliary cord shortage. The idea itself, while dangerous, redundant, and unsafe, was pretty much flawless. So pour some Skaterade out for this unreleased classic video game. And hey, who knows, maybe one day this long dead project could finally see the light of day. If the Burdett estate ever allows it, of course. But for now, every Skate Zone VR prototype is locked deep away in a vault beneath the mansion that John Burdett used to call home. And that's it for SideQuest Side Chat. Let's go to our final segment. All right. It's finally time for what listeners have called the only vital part of this program. My critical analysis, aka my review, of John Burdett's Skater Day 7, Skate Till You Can't Skate No More, Mountain. It's no surprise that I just love this video game. Believe it or not, skateboarding is one of my greatest passions. Second, only to playing video games. So take the two things I love most in this world, not counting Veronica, and combine them into one great consumer-friendly sequel, and you know that my admiration is all but guaranteed. Completing the 23-hour campaign this weekend instead of packing to move may have annoyed my beautiful gamer girlfriend Veronica, but what can I say? Relationships, even as perfect and long-lasting as ours, are full of compromises. So she packed while I gamed, and in return I also recorded this podcast instead of helping her pack. That's love, I guess. And speaking of love, I give John Burdett's Skater Day 7 Skate Till You Can't Skate No More Mountain. A perfect score of 3 out of (laughs) 3 Jerry Boehmans. I loved it. And now, I thought I'd give you, the listener, a special treat. Here's some audio of me surprising Veronica with our new home, the oft-mentioned U-Haul by the freeway. I hope she likes it. And I hope you like it, too. I'll see you on the other side. Okay, Veronica, you, you can take off that blindfold. Huh? Uh, where are we? Why are we next to the freeway? It's our new home, up there on the gravel pile. Is it behind that rusty abandoned U-Haul? N- no, Veronica, it is the rusty abandoned U-Haul. It's it's our home, Ver-Ver.
1: <sighs> yeah. Uh, but really, Jamie, where's the apartment?
0: This is the apartment. Don't worry, it's a, it's a lot bigger inside. Sure, there's a gaping hole in the ceiling, but at night, we can look at the stars together.
1: Jamie, what the fuck? We can't live here.
0: Yeah, we can. I already signed the lease. Oh, oh, and the landlord's a skeleton, you're gonna love him.
1: A skeleton?
0: Yeah, that reminds me, Vera. Ver, could you drive to the nearest Mama Poppy's and pick up some air freshies? Something really stinks in there. And I I know it's not the frozen rat, because I scraped him off last week. (sighs) Jamie, we need to talk. Aw, I love you too, Veronica. Wait, what? Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Fake Gamer History Project. Sorry it's a little late, I just moved and I've also been a little sick, so I've been working really hard at finishing this, but it just sometimes the episodes take a little bit longer. The show is co-written with my friends Gren B and Ash Gen X. You can find Gren on Instagram at itmegrinb, and you can find Ash's work on Twitter at Ashton underscore thorns. And the role of Veronica was played by Ash Gen X in this episode. If you do enjoy the show, please consider joining my Patreon. It's the best way to support the podcast and my other art, And you can find that and more at linktree backslash fakegamerjamie or patreon.com backslash fakegamercomics. Other than that, I just want to say thanks for listening and sharing the show. I just finished moving, and uh, I'm very excited for what that means for my mental health and my art. And of course, I'm very grateful to share this silly, queer, weird, absurd show with you every week. If you do need anything or if you have any questions, definitely shoot me an email at fakegamercomics@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I do try to respond to every email, Um, so yeah, reach out if you do want to hear from me. Otherwise, I'll see you next week, aka on the other side. See ya. please visit patreon.com backslash comics. Thanks for listening.